The Mixed Bag on the After Reality Podcast Network. I pulled his name out of the hopper, and he's Will Simmons. And he hasn't been voted out yet. Spencer Kitley Mubez. <laughs> Welcome back to After Reality, to the Mixed Bad Podcast here on the After Reality Podcast Network, presented to you by our partners over at Fantasy 4 Reality. Fantasy Normal 4 Reality.com, and the Big Brother game is live over there, and the new Bachelor in Paradise game is up as well. Sign up, play along with your friends or your colleagues. Bachelor in Paradise promises to be uh, a hot one again. Obviously, Will and I are fond of Playa Escondida as well. And uh, we're talking Big Brother here. We're talking the Challenge USA. Maybe some other odds and ends. Uh, we'll check the calendar as well on what else is on the horizon. That all being said, though, Will, what is the good word? Well, just recovering from a long Labor Day weekend still. My voice is still kind of shot, so uh, I'm not Friday, sick. Friday to clear and you're recovering. <laughs> still recovering from, from that last weekend. <laughs> well, it was, it was like five days, five, six days. So. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, there's. I mean, they're keeping us busy right now. The, the challenge has shifted off of two episodes a week, but Big Brother's still three a week. The challenge is once a week. And uh, what what else are we watching? What or, or what else is coming down the pipe? Uh, besides all the football that's coming back, we also have Southern Charm coming. We're gonna have Survivor in a few weeks. Uh, it's not getting slower, that's for sure. Yeah, it's, well, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City started. Salt Lake City. I haven't got to see the premiere yet. I've recorded. I'm excited to watch that one. Mary Cosby's mm-hmm. back, right? She's back, and also heard that Crappens does a great first uh, episode recap of him. So, okay. oh, and then Jen's former assistant has taken her spot on the cast. That- oh man, it, she lays some early groundwork of like, get ready, I'm gonna fucking spill some tea. Ooh. And she's also she also knows what people have said about Jen that Jen has responded to her about directly, and so she knows how Jen felt about certain things that were not you know shared with them. And she also knows like what Jen was doing. You know, there's so many layers to what this girl is, and uh, I feel like she's a good addition, which is rare because usually the first new person episode, you're like, eh, we'll see. I think she's going to be pretty fire. And Mary Cosby is already coming back with her weirdness, so yes, it's good. I I don't know if I'm excited about Mary Cosby, but I I like this whole tea thing you're talking about, and and I like a number of the other people on 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 that cast as well. It's kind of the only Housewives show that that gets me excited anymore. Yep. I heard Atlanta's about to do a, her whole revamp too. Interesting. Maybe not like majority revamp. I think that's what I, I read. So they, yeah. they they could probably use that and and I guess the whole New York legacy thing's not going to happen. That's I, I take it. That's why they didn't be Lake or Crappy Lake instead. Yep. Uh, the New York one. I mean, like I watched pieces of it. It's fine. It's it's hard when it's a whole new cast and there's nothing like to like re, you know kind of like touch base on. Like oh yeah, well at least so and so's here. At least this is still it's a not exactly uh been smooth sailing. Much, no, I mean we got Dallas, it was new. We got Salt Lake, it was new. I yeah. mean what all, all of them were new, but, but Salt Lake has been so different from Salt Lake started off like it's always existed. It's it's insane. I mean it started out like a rocket ship. Yeah. It's kind of an anomaly. Um I know that they just finished wrapping the VPR reunion just came out. I saw some clips from that. Sounds like Wait, that's weird. They're, they're shooting. Re- Usually, don't they shoot the reunion after that? Some of the season, or, or maybe it was a finale, something like that. Maybe it was a reunion. Sorry, not reunion. Finale. Or, just or finished wrapping. Random person was throwing a drink at Sam. Yeah. And, a yeah. Yeah. and I uh, who yeah. the influencer was that captured that, but it was definitely out there on Front Street. 
Well, there's also a new show coming out called like The Villains. Have you? I sent you the the the, the link for this on, on E. Yeah, Johnny Banana yeah. on. Johnny Jax is on. Jax is on. Uh, uh, um, your girl Corinne from The Bachelor is Amarosa on. Amarosa's on there. Um, this they, digging up uh, villains. Uh, what's the girl? I love New York is on there. Um, uh, yep. It's a ch- like I'm watching the preview and I'm like, yes, this is not normally something I'd want to watch, but I'm like the amount of people they have on the show and the different personalities from things I really do enjoy watching. I'm like, I'll give it a spin for sure because this looks like it'd be quality craziness and joel McHale's the host so yeah it the name the official name of the show is house of villains house of villains there you go Mr. pratt Mr. pratt yes your boy pratt daddy uh who's uh, a great a great tiktok follow he is kind of hilarious at this point a couple of handful of others i can't say that i recognize them so maybe they're from uh lesser it's a a lot of mixture of shows so there's a tanisha thomas a bobby lights and anfisa Anfisa, she's from 90 Day Fiance, one of the original 90 Day Fiances, and she is crazy. Spite. Yeah, um, so yeah, that sounds interesting. Oh. And oh, yeah. Chef Ben Robinson is going to make an appearance. Oh, man. Daniel Staub? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, when, I when, mean... The, the date on this is October 12th. So wow. about, about a month away. Um, yeah, like, and there's like challenges involved so like um, if there's gameplay involved so like this kind of leans that's where like johnny fair play johnny bananas like interesting they get to kind of use some of their skills in that regard where the rest of them are just house reality people they don't do shit so yeah and i think we'd be remiss if we didn't do a quick news hit on before we could do surviving big brother <laughs> the big summer house news right oh, so yeah carl breaks off the engagement with Lindsay three months prior to them getting in uh getting married in november he calls calls in the cameras to have it filmed. Yep, uh, kind of knowing how well things went for VPR last season, right? And but now the, Dumois, uh, you familiar with Dumois, the the Instagram account? The, oh, the, I've heard of it. I don't follow it. Yeah, items and stuff. They put out, out something now saying that Carl was maybe seeing someone else, and there was a pregnancy scare. Pregnancy scare. I thought it meant Lindsay was pregnant, but that's what I corrected on. Yeah, so I was like, oh, well, that's interesting because they were obviously still together and apparently she's just like distraught. And I, I'm off on an island now wondering, like, has Danielle swooped in and like they're besties again? Uh, <laughs> I have a lot of questions. Um, don't know what to believe. Uh, Carl's always been my guy. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I, I always, always front leaning for Carl, even as crappy as he could be at times, but. I am so happy for this news. She <laughs> sucks. I don't like her. Uh, I hope this means we don't have to deal with her shit anymore. Because like she there's is, a, a whole, there's a whole other season of it. It's already been. I, I know, I know. Well, I'm just glad to hear this because I'm like, this is bad news bears written all of it. I mean, like, I'm sure you've had a friend or two in your past that you were like, hey, I don't know about all this, and they go through it, and it happens, and it's like maybe not marriage, but like they're going through that process of like long term relationship. You're like, I don't know about this, and it hopefully works out in the best way for everybody, but it's kind of a shit show in the way. So. That's how I feel about this. I'm glad it's I'm glad it's working out, even though I don't want anything bad to happen to anybody. I'm just glad Carl's not going to be married to her. The tabloid rumor mill part of it could get could get really interesting. Oh, this is going to be super messy, super messy. I also heard of this uh, that the uh, the hotel that they were staying in there was a, a timeline that they couldn't cancel for get your money back, 
and Carl is working with the hotel in some sort, like he has some kind of like co-sponsorship, and he ensured that they waited to announce that it was not happening just after that that that, uh, that drop dead date, so everyone would have to pay, and he could collect money on that. Oh, the guest would have to pay. Is that what you're saying? Oh, I, yes. I I thought maybe like a wedding reception or something was happening there. Well, was- all the money has it's everything. Everything is tied to this hotel situation. So yes, but wouldn't so, that be financially irresponsible by himself if he's he, some of that? He, no, he gets to collect on it part because he I guess I guess he gets a, he was get, he's part of he's like some kind of sponsorship or something deal with the hotel. This is all we'll see how true this is, but supposedly he has a, gets a cut of it for basically profit. Yeah, like. There's got to be some smoke to some of this, or it got to be. I mean, got to be something in there, but, right? But I also wonder, like, if so, what if? And this would be terrible and hilarious at the same time. What if he did this because Lindsay was paying for a lot of this, and therefore he gets a cut of that money that she or maybe her family had to pay for? Just going to the like, why did he? Why did they break it off? Stuff I was reading, it was like she was really awful to him all summer. And no like, shit. Yeah, and and like imagine that. I would be surprised. <laughs> Probably, probably wasn't so much. Nate, Nate, Now she's yeah, house. Oh, yeah, a lot, a lot to unpack there. We'll we'll, we'll keep a pulse on it over there. Yeah, no, that was pretty exciting news because also we were in Colorado and this is all going on. It's a lot of our reality friends that are hanging out in one space for the first time in a while, and it was like, oh my god, did you hear? <laughs> yeah, and I don't. She's not going to get the the level of sympathy that Ariana got, right? Yeah. Regardless of what what it ha- what 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 has happened here. Yeah. Uh, fun note about our uh, trip to Colorado last week. We were taking a bus back and forward from these shows, and at some point, somebody suggested we should listen to your podcast on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "You're gonna hate it. You don't watch any of this shit. You don't want to hear me talk for forty five minutes to an hour." <laughs> you don't listen to any of it. No. <laughs> it would have been incredibly awkward. Very. And it's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I don't want to listen to myself first for, for one. If you want to ask me, I'm right here. There's no reason to air this podcast and across the entire bus. <laughs> I can just talk to you right now. I'm right here. Just ask what you want to know. <laughs> All right. We're here to talk about the Challenge USA and Survivor. Before we do that, though, you want to remind everybody where they can find us online. You will not find us on the bus listening to this, but you can find us on Twitter at After Reality Pod, like the After Reality Pod TV podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at After Reality Podcast. Subscribe wherever download them, Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, or Stitcher. We're on all of them. Check out our website, afterrealitypodcast.com. You're up. TikTok. TikTok. Um, very good. And it's time to jump right into this and get down. Uh, obviously, we missed last week, so there's a lot to talk about um, with the Challenge USA. We're going to flip it and, and go with that one first. And I want to I want to first talk, like, this week's episode, we, like, we're, we're just the Thursday nighter. We had... Um, two other episodes leading up to this, and I want to jump back to talk about that Wes versus. I'm drawing a blank on the guy's name from Amazing Race. Uh, uh yeah, uh, Andy, Scotty, something with an Y. <laughs> yeah, Wes has this improbable win in the elimination. Is there any way he actually won? Well, I I, I was asked this by several people. Do you think that production? would have done this. And I'm like, we've seen these guys go home before. Now, maybe this is a CBS thing where it's like, nah, we need to keep these big dudes, these these legends in the game. But I'm also like, they just got rid of a CBS Amazing Race person. Like, wouldn't that be more, you know, a CBS move kind of thing? Like, to keep somebody that people may know more about. But uh, either way, 
I don't know, but Wes did have a better approach to the end of that game rather than how fast he was going. Better than Dusty did. Dusty, I was right. Wide aim. There you go. (laughs) How easily we forget the stage five clinger that was Dusty. What what I was wondering if if it wasn't as close as it looked. And but they had that nice moment with bananas and Wes, and they wanted to give us that, and so they made it seem like a, a loss. I, I don't know, but but obviously bananas thought, felt like it was a loss too. Otherwise, he wouldn't have come over and said that. I mean, the, the, it was only seconds difference between them. It wasn't like minutes, which made me feel better about the call because I think if it was like it was like Dusty finishing like um like less than a minute, and Wes seemed like like almost a minute and a half. I feel like people were like smelling bullshit. They're like, no, I don't think so, but. Anything is what it is. Uh, I don't think they're. I don't think they're going to pulling one over us like that. I think it was probably that close. Um, yeah, I mean, but but Wes and Johnny both were fully convinced that he lost. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I wish we could have been there, but he was a lot faster on. He stayed on that thing a lot longer, right? Which made it seem like, like where Wes came down off the thing a lot faster, right? We yeah. fell faster, but Wes went through that rope thing so much more smoothly than he did. Yeah. So that's where only, that's the only thing I think that Wes won. It's like he got to the he got the the whatever the things off of there a lot smoother than Dusty did. So Wes did spend extra time spinning two different wheels. Whereas correct, he, he just but one. that was that was he already that was process of elimination. Dusty was able to like jump ahead of that. So yeah, yeah he got to go to school on how Wes did it. Yeah, I want to know if like somebody like Fessy would have got up there, or maybe uh, what's uh or big dude um from Big Brother. If they'd have been able to Monty, turn. Monty, if they could have turned that first turn wheel. Wheel, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Wes is a big dude, but, like, it's not Royd West from back in the day either. Like, somebody like Fessy, I think, someone with that's higher above the wheel would that yeah. have more leverage on it, I think, would would have, potentially yeah. be able to do that. I don't. Yeah. I'll, we think Wes is, like, six feet tall. Uh, I'm going to say just under. I'm going to say just shy. I've, I've met the guy once, but I don't recall. I'd, I'd say he's probably like, pretty close to 5'10. Like, Johnny's not six foot tall either. Yeah, they're probably about the same height, I would guess. Yeah. Like you're like three inches taller, three or four inches taller than both of them. <laughs> so, um, yeah. but anyway, like I, I thought that was incredible. Like it was this nice moment between. I'd never heard him call him Bergie, and now I've heard him call him yeah. Bergie twice in three episodes. Yeah. And I like Johnny and Wes. I like them way better as friends. Oh well, it's at this point because like because Johnny's still a jerk to him, yeah. but they're still good as friends. Yeah, no, I, I think it's be- it's better at this point in their lives too. Plus, they're not douchebags like they used to be back in the day, where like they're just kind of running trains through the whole house and just destroying everything along their way. They're not doing that. Yeah, they're they're still playing the same two games they've always played, right? Yeah, just a different approach to it. Not so in front of your face. Um, but- I was glad West stuck around because it really impacted this episode and everything moving forward. Where I think Dusty's sticking around, I think we see the trajectory being derailed completely. So, yeah, and the the thing with West also like. Seemed a lot like that was the end of West. Like we're not yeah. like kind of selling us on maybe back or and maybe only all stars. Uh, I don't. I hope not. I'd like I'd like these people to go as as long as they can. But again, like I understand people are going to be fifty years old probably doing the show. Yeah, it was also his first kid too. So like this is kind of a monumental move. Yeah. So I he he can't quit this. Uh, anyhow. That happened last week, or excuse me, the previous episode to, to this week. Uh, Michaela pretty easily eliminates Tiffany in the arena. But that wasn't the big news. The big news was no more defection, no more teams. Which yeah. 
I figured that's probably coming at some point in time. It caught me a little off guard that it happened here. It was almost like CB. It was almost like production was like, "Hang on, like we can't have the superpowers over here uh, running the whole show because that's what it's going to turn into." Uh, oh, totally, absolutely. Bessie, Tori, bananas, and Wes like can't compete with that. So anyway, I'm coming back into this week. Obviously, Michaela's a bit on, on an island, and she's looking for a place to fit in. Bananas is looking to like take her in and like really this week was about the power players feeling out if the other power players want to get together right and have have good women as potential partners and good men as potential partners in the finale um and that's kind of the dynamic they're existing in here and now and then it's like all right let's turn around and look who do we not want why do you think bananas is siding with michaela because she's good um as opposed to Otherwise, you'd be looking at Alyssa or um, someone. Actually, the, the girls have thinned so much. No, quite a bit. Week so much. So, like, you have the three survivor girls Chanel, Desi, and Michaela. Yep. And then you have Tori and Alyssa. I think that's all of the women that are there at this point. Uh, Michelle. Yeah, yeah, Michelle. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yep. Yep. Um, so, like, I think they're looking at Michelle and Alyssa probably as the lower tier women at this point. Where they're looking at the three better survivor players as as stronger stronger potential partners at the end, mm-hmm. and then and then it's the survivor side has gotten so strong that it's become really hard for Big Brother in general um, taking taking Josh and Fessy out because they're kind of in their straddle league, if you will, between uh, challengers and, and Big Brother. So you leave Tyler and Monty on an island, which ultimately that's the island we end up on by the time we get to the end of the show, right? It's Tyler versus Monty in an extremely challenging elimination. Nice. Like a just a grueling three hour long elimination where I thought the the puzzle that they were trying to complete was near impossible given the physical constraints with the pulleys and the spools that, that they were using with that. And I'm well, these guys had to be so gassed when they did this. What, what's the hardest elimination you can think of from the past? I mean, obviously, we know Paul Brawl, Paul Russell, and like yeah. that looks like. But I was trying to think of like what are some of the most grueling kind of one-off eliminations that I could think of, and like I, I guess maybe some of the ones where you're have, have a pulley on your back, a harness, and you're trying to dig through the sand to get yeah. out circle maybe one of those type things those are super tough yeah when you're just gripping on the ground yeah and this had some element of that but it needed to be done with finesse which was the 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 big difference here and that but yeah I, I watched this and i was like gosh this has to be one of the most challenging things i've seen on the show even so though are, it's simple do you think this is it's lacking finesse because it's more cbs challenge versus challenge challenge yeah well so this, i mean this is finesse so like each player is attached to this giant spool with a cable that's spring-loaded. And on top of that is a tray where they're having to build a pyramid out of balls. A oh, level three-dimensional pyramid out of balls. But every time they have to go get the balls, they have to unspool this thing. And it, it I mean, it's so hard that like if you kind of lost your balance, you will just go slamming back into the spool with your body. Right? Right. And... So it's inch by inch by inch to get a ball and come back and, and these things fall and fall and fall. And I felt so bad for both of these guys, but 
a survival of wills uh, between these two two big brother guys. And, and the way we got there in this episode, though, which that was this like they called it the spelunker uh, episode, but it's it's a lot of combo locks and word puzzles and swimming and diving uh, in these different heats to where in in a, in a day where we saw the challengers really rise up. And I, I think, I don't know what your opinion is, but as we enter a time where there's people that have done this individual game, the challengers and people that haven't done this individual game, like I think we really start to see a separation at least for a few weeks. I don't know if you would agree. Uh, I mean, I think so because I think we, this, even when the challenge before they started really pulling in actual challengers, like the first, the first season of this, uh, I just can remember like this separated men from the boys pretty, pretty fast. Right. Like, Meow meow, like that guy had no business doing the challenge, right? Like he had no business. Like he realized, like that guy was just good for TV and sitting around a house, right? Like built differently than some of these people in the house, but like not built for it. Like Fessy, freak, right? Josh, finally get in shape for this stuff. There's just certain people that are built for this. Is not like I thought Tiffany was interesting to have around. Like she didn't come off as like some kind of physical person, but like she's able to do other stuff, right? She's more mental. She's good at puzzles. She's good at the house stuff. So I was like, Ugh. so once it gets down to real nut cutting time with these challenges, like. You realize that this is different games. Challenge, challenge people will stand out versus everyone else. Yeah, I mean, this week we put together swimming, diving, puzzle, puzzle, uh, word puzzle reading, but at the bottom of the ocean doing it. Yeah, and then having to figure out themes from these word puzzles to unlock combo locks that spelled out words two different times. So a lot of skill sets there. Like it's mental, it's endurance, it's physical. And Donnie and Tori showed why they're both champs, right? Yeah. They, yeah. They, I mean, you, there's things you, like if you're going to Survivor, like you train to do different things in Survivor than you do for Challenge. And people that do the Challenge are training for like so much more intensive cardio specific, you know, like building a long distance, lift things. Like it's much more intense uh, than what you're doing. I think so. Like it's a different beast, no matter how you you, uh, you shape it up. A, survi- a typical survivor player, at least the survivor players we're getting on the challenge, are more well prepared than yeah. the people are from kind of like carnival games at times. On Big Brother, yeah. obviously yeah. there or- are endurance challenges. Yeah, survivor as well. Like survivor, there isn't a ton of swimming, but you do have some tw- sim- swimming ones, right? Um, you're coming into the water under the beach, kind of thing. Um, yeah, there are obstacle courses. There are obstacle pop- courses. Yeah, things that we do see here. What? But you can like just like we saw last season Survivor where that kid replicated puzzles in different events at his house. You can't do that for the challenge. So like you're gonna set up a hall brawl and run to your friends all day. Like, I don't think that's happening. <laughs> do that well. Um, <laughs> yeah. Play your buddy games. It's <laughs> coming, man. Buddy games is coming. Jamel, Jamel's co-hosting Sunday night on Big Brother. Yep. No. Uh, it's funny Spencer's talked to us about setting up buddy games here and uh, at home. I, I um this so badly. <laughs> Uh, it is funny how it's getting so much play now that there isn't much other content because it's the writer strike and the uh, acting strike. So um, it's becoming more of a reality. In- I guess Dude is able to do this show and do press and stuff for it because he's not appear he's not acting. He's just appearing as himself. Well, anything that's already been in production or finishing production, you're able to finish that stuff out on anything new. You're not able to do anything for. So like he's able to appear on like a live television show, I think, because he's Josh Duhamel and not. Yeah. Danny McCoy on Las Vegas or Tad. Yeah. Well, it is re- reality has some different areas of that because I have friends that are making still making reality shows right now because they're not considered talent. Yeah, it, like reality stars aren't in SAG, I don't think. No. And yeah. most of reality, also the people the people in the work of reality aren't in unions or like are not working in union states. Yeah. So 
Yeah, there's a lot of got off track there, but um, it's all related. It's all related. I can't wait for the buddy games. I'm so excited. Like it's it's the last thing in my notes here. Uh, (laughs) It's uh, it's well, it's that I have buddy games, and then also Survivor's back September 27th, uh, which is exciting. Uh, I'm gonna attempt to watch buddy games. It's it's gonna be recorded. I'll see how far I get with it because I just feel like it's gonna be really like cheesy, like wipeout kind of cheesy. But it like, absolutely is, and I'm and I'm prepared for it, and I'm excited, and it could be the biggest piece of crap ever, and I'm gonna love it. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is where you and I differ from reality shows. We're like, you will like the terrible shit because you like these people, and I'm like, I can't deal with them. <laughs> I love the Buddy Games movie. I love Demel. <laughs> I want to make this happen. Yeah. Maybe give it some ideas for for games. I just yep. need a, just one small piece. I just need to buy a ranch, and then we'll yep. be ready. I'm surprised you're not a Vikings fan because you love Demel so much. <laughs> this team. Don't hate the Vikings, but yeah, not a, maybe. Maybe I'll go as <laughs> for Halloween with uh, there you go. and a chain and some sunglasses. <laughs> no, maybe I'll go as Mullet Dumel for Halloween. Oh, Mullet Dumel, Dumel. <laughs> I went back and watched it, a back episode of Watch What Happens Live the other day. It was about a month old of the Jersey Shore cast on there, and then I was like, maybe Paula D for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Only about ten years too late for that party. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, let's shift gears and uh, maybe maybe more than ten years. Maybe it's more like fifteen years too late. Um, let's talk Big Brother. Obviously, this thing sprawls all over the place, but we've had pretty interesting uh, last week or two. Last week, of course, Cameron was HOH. They put Jag up. He goes, gets voted out 10-0, but Swimmer Matt plays the, I can't remember, the, the invincibility power. Invincibility, yeah. And he doesn't go home. He won a survivor game doing that. You notice that? There's the old like old uh, wobbly board game with the ball on it. Yeah. Old survivor style. Yeah. When I was gonna say that, just a second ago in the challenge. Why don't we have more puzzles on Big Brother? It's an easy uh-huh. thing, but like you do puzzles all the time on Survivor. Why don't we do puzzles on Big Brother? Yeah. But um I still really like Cameron. And to that point, I really like Cameron and Red. They were also two of my top guys in fantasy. Chillbillies, man. And the chillers. And I this week we like we get past that. Jared is HOH. He nominates Cameron and Red. And I'm just gonna stop right there. I don't want to get your thoughts on Jared. Uh, probably the worst player in Big Brother history. One of them. Like it's for someone that's lasted this long too. Like usually bad players will get a nominee, like get thrown out right away because it's like these guys are lo- like we're just gonna be a, a detrimental to our to the game. Right? They're gonna do some stupid. They're not gonna go along with things. Jared has made it this far because of his mom, but he is fucking terrible at this game. He terrible, but but he thinks he's really good at. Oh, it. he thinks he's great. So Bethany watched a lot of the TikToks of this of live feeds, and she's like, he talk. He's like, Blue and him are really close in the house, right? But he talks so much shit about her, talks shit about everyone in the house. Not so much threatening people, but like vague, vague, uh, threatening ish around different things. Like he thinks he's the shit. And his mom is going to fuck. I, like, honestly, I feel like his mom's going to send him home. Like, literally have to send him home just so she can win this game. Because he's going to ruin it for her. I 100% agree. Yeah. Um, what you said, are, are, there, are there like mega cuts of him from live feeds on TikTok? Is that what you're saying? Um, not, like, just clips. But, like, it's, you know, it's like a couple minute clips, minute, 30 second clips of him just like being, like, he being very uh, possessive about Blue. But turns out Jared's got a girlfriend back at home. So, wah, wah, yeah. He he's just coming off a real piece of crap here, and I feel bad that I chose him in our other uh, competition we're in because I'm like I do not want to pull for this guy. Like I really don't, really don't. Um, and like yeah. all week, it's hinted at that this like bus tossing of 
Cameron towards red <laughs> yeah. of, of red by Cameron has happened. And I keep writing in my notes. You'll see it in my notes. Did this really happen? Can we see it? Did not happen. Did and not happen. We get to see him at, towards the end. And like, I'm thinking about putting red up against you. Oh no, don't do that. Yeah, I, I knew mean, it, it happened. Why didn't they talk to each other? I have no idea. It sucks because this this came up on like the episode or, or like the, the week that the the Jared that Jared won the HOH, right? Maybe the next episode when he doesn't like when he actually talks to everybody, or maybe after the fact. We saw Cameron say this, and I'm like, he didn't agree to this. He agreed that like. Hey, am I the target? If you're going to do that, am I the target? And Jared's like, no, you're not the target. That's the only part he kind of agreed with, but he didn't want to put Red up there at all. It's his boy. At all. I don't know why they didn't talk about it. It's very childish. I'm um, hoping, literally had a week around each other. I'm hoping there's some stuff from like Tuesday or Wednesday that comes out. That comes out. Because sometimes we still get stuff after the fact, after the live yeah. show, right? Yeah. I'm hoping there's some stuff from there where it's like, oh, they did patch things up. That's why they're concerned about them getting back together. They realize. Yeah. Their their plan has been foiled. Cameron yep. vote to keep red in, red in the house. Yep. Um, I, I also found it interesting uh, that Corey is like so close to Jared. Right? He's like, yeah, no one's gonna see this coming. We'll be we'll be buddies. And then out of nowhere, Cor- uh, America comes up and like Corey is like trying to like not out his relationship with with her uh, too much. But Jared just doesn't listen. Jared doesn't listen at all. He doesn't listen to anybody. He doesn't listen to his mom when he says, "Don't vote this way. Don't do this." And he just like doesn't listen doesn't listen um i have to imagine at this point <laughs> that after getting out red that cameron starts seeing the cracks in the walls that it's blue Corey, america uh himself matt like in the middle of that that like they have to shift quickly because they're gonna get they're gonna get chewed up and spit out by the rest of that house real fast and so this pov this hoh was super monumental uh to win yeah and i mean before we get to that, the the veto cop this week. Oh yeah, where Cameron chooses Matt as his house guest choice to play with him. No, like Matt, probably not going to help you get off the block, but Cameron, like that this this has become a classic now. The 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 tweezer barrel stacking. Yeah, Cameron pulls a rabbit out of a hat. He wins that. Comes off and it's just complete crickets. I'm like, yeah. It's, actually hate this guy because he seems actually like a pretty nice guy i don't think they hate him i just think they are the most concerned about him because he's the only one that's matt is physical but matt's mental side is not like he's not like a big schemer here cameron is doing all of this stuff he is the siri of the other side of the house he doesn't have the people around him right so and there's not even really an other side of the house no no they he's fooled to think there is (laughs) yeah they need to realize at least for a few weeks, it's not important to get him out of the house. They need to start putting the rest of the, the ducks in a row. Uh, and I think that's, I mean, I think that's where it's going. But, like, having Jag go up there as the replacement nominee, I was so mad. I'm like, are you serious? Because, but you once again go, we haven't really talked much about it, but Suri is running the fucking house. She's running this entire house. This entire program is running through Suri. She gets the idea that Jag needs to go up there because, guess what? Jag won't be loyal because he found out that Jared, after Jared blames him, for outing him, even though Jared's the one that fucked this whole deal yeah, up. Yeah, well, Jared was really aggressive and not that with Jag. He's like, just out of me, bro. Just out of me. You just, you just ruined me. He was like, shut the fuck up. I mean, it was like F-bombing him, too, along yeah. with him. It's like, come on, bro. Yeah. Like, this Jag seems like the nicest guy. Yeah. And he, he took it pretty well, because if, I mean, I know Jared was upset, but I think I think that's the way they treat him in the house. Jared just like this, like, petulant child in the house, right? Where everyone's kind of like, all right. Well, I'm not going to feed into this. Yeah, a, a time is coming, and that time might be now. Yeah. Or 
they're gonna be like, yeah, we're voting Jared out, and Saria's gonna have to just eat it. Yep. He's not. So he's not gonna be able to to say anything or do anything because it's going to submarine her. Yeah, I know. This episode was had a lot of stuff moving parts to it. I mean, like a lot of maneuvering around. The fact is, the first split vote we've had all season is very interesting. Finally. Finally. And when you see Cameron's face when Red's name is called, he just like staring, just fucking blank staring, just like, how did this happen? How did this just happen? Yeah. We did everything we're supposed to do. He has, he, like he is not in the know at all. Nope. And he, he knows now. Oh, he's Le- aware. He knows now that Legends 25 is not a real thing. Yeah. One smart thing that, that other side of the house, the side of the house did was get rid of Red. Because I know for a fact, like, which is crazy when you see Red telling Jared and Jared starting to panic when he's like, oh shit, I'm have to like own up to the fact that I lied to, to Red about Cameron put, uh, putting him up. Uh, like Jared shit in the bed there. But getting rid of Red was a smart move because Jared, because Red and Cameron would figure this out and they would get back together and that would be bad for that house. So yeah. that was a smart move. That was the best thing they could have done was get rid of Red when they did. Yeah, Red started getting suspicious and, and they were like, wait a second. Yeah. But but even still, if two those two guys get back together, they they still think they're in an alliance. I know, I know. It it was the best thing for that for the game and for Cameron for Red to go home though. That way it's like click, fuck these people. <laughs> the, the only issue is like Cameron unless they come to their senses and realize that him by himself, at least for the time being, is not a threat. That way he doesn't have to win every comp in a row. Yeah. But so Pretty dang good streak right now. He's won three uh, out of five. Dude, he's murdering it. Good for your your uh, your, your your points there too. Um, <laughs> yeah. So whenever when Cameron wins this last wins the HOH, which was amazing, because I'm just like, dude has to win it. Like he has to win it, even though it's open. Like I think I think a blue Corey, anyone that's not in that Siri group, Jag, any of those people win it. I still think that that team becomes a little more aligned because of that. As long as that Siri part didn't win it, but the fact that Cameron won it was just sweet victory of just like. <laughs> Mine now because the dude's gonna wreck shop. Yeah, and let's let's we we didn't see who who he nominates right because nope. we nope. Just, who do we think he nominates? Jared's got to be one of them, right? It could be. I think that he puts up, but anywhere between Izzy, Felicia, Suri, and uh, Jared, they all have to play each other no matter what. They that side of the house we have to choose who they want to keep out of that group. I think Miss Felicia's easy one to keep. I think she's the easiest. I think I also think. That Jag will talk to Cameron and say, I was told, you know, like, they told me I was a pawn. I still got two votes against me. What happened here? And then I think they start figuring out that Jag talked to Sari, and that's how I ended up in this position, because of Jared. Who, who, and they just start piling against him. Do we know who the other vote was? Uh, Yes, we do, Um, because they, they said it, but I think it was, was Cameron. Sure, Matt. Was it Was it Matt? Oh, I'm taking a look. Okay. The other vote, the vote for ja- against Jag was was Bowie. Bowie, there you go. Which also I, dead weight. <laughs> I I think she's dangerous. Like I, she I sticks I, around long enough. Kind of like her. I feel like her. Actually, this is what I think needs to happen. I think Cameron needs to look around and be like, I need to put together a team. And I think that team needs to be Bowie. Corey and America. And Jag? Jack's gone. Oh, wait, Jag. Jag. Oh, Jag's still He's there. still there. Um, and Jag. Like, that's a pretty good team. Yeah. And they could 
that's pretty equitable too. I think from what I recall uh, and how many people are left in the house, I think that yeah. could be, create a bit of an interesting dynamic and, 100%. and maybe you get Matt a crossover because Matt is tight with camera. Although Matt is tight with Siri now. With Siri. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. But no, I, I completely agree. I think this week, Matt Cameron has really three options. Izzy, Siri, and Jared, right? At, at any point, those three are going to be on the block. If he does that, the house, that side of the house will have to choose who they want to keep. Yeah. I would love to see a, a Siri and Jared uh, yeah, block. They, they don't seem to understand Izzy's level of power. No, but she and Cameron do not get along. Like, and she didn't get along with Red either. So, yeah, yeah. I, honestly, it's coming out this week. Cameron's too smart. He realizes Red got 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 under his watch, even though he was or not his watch under when he thought he was out. He's gonna talk to Jag. Jag's gonna tell him why well, I told Jared this, and then got and Sari this came back. Jag, he, he's gonna put it together this week. He's got yeah. to. Yeah, and then like America's probably feeling pretty jaded about Jared. Try and yeah, and. and I think her and Corey could very easily be like, yeah, let's roll, Cameron. Us, yep. Bowie, and Jag, let's do it. Yeah. Honestly, you say you like Bowie. You've seen her for like a total of two minutes in like three no, or four weeks. <laughs> but like, I get it. I mean, I get it. She's... I, that's the type of person that hangs around. We start to get them to know, get to know him a little later on, and all of a sudden, well, you're you're right here at the end and and making some noise. Well, I don't I don't understand her look, and when she talks, it's usually annoying. So <laughs> maybe yeah. it changes later on. Yeah. But this was a fire episode. I think the season we have been a fucking on fire since this day one of this, this game too. Like just, ever since it started, uh, it's been awesome. Yeah, yeah, awesome. it's been uh, good. Um, anything else before I do fantasy for reality? Uh, can't wait for Sunday. I want to see what this noms look like. Can't yeah. wait. Yeah, football and Big Brother noms, and I know, and the U.S. Open finale. It's gonna be a big Sunday. Got to be. It's got to be. Jared's one of them, unless they're gonna backdoor him. I, I, I don't think it matters. I think if you get Sari and Izzy up there, or Izzy and Jared, or whoever, I think any three of those, like the shit's going to fall apart. Because you know, if Izzy gets up there, when does she fucking gives up the secret that that's she knows who they are? Yeah, like is, she goes in the block, I think that comes out. This is this is big move week. This is the this is this is moving day at the Masters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and Saturday. Yeah, very good. Uh, fantasy four reality, fantasy numeral four reality That's where we play our Big Brother game. As I said, that's where the new Bachelor in Paradise game is live right now. I am the super score over there with the fantasy for reality team and check that out. Um, my team just keeps getting wiped <laughs> out. I've lost four of the five people to go home and uh, they're just not scoring any points. <laughs> Cameron's my guy though. Cameron has now scored more than anyone in the whole game. So at least he's given me a chance, but I'm still behind by some 70 points, which is a lot in the big brother game. But I'm looking at your team. I mean, I think the top three of your picks, they're like, have some good chance to make some longevity here. Uh, I'll start losing some people pretty soon here because I've got all the the other side of the house right now. Seven deadly sins. Yeah, pretty much got all of them. I, th- I feel like Nicole is another one like Bowie, just kind of wallpaper, and also don't really know where she aligns. No, I I feel like she's she could come out swinging too. Um, I actually I don't. She's made some funny comments. Also to say, the fun one of the funniest things ever was that uh, give a toot or whatever <laughs> competition last night. I could not stop laughing. I am just giggling like a little girl in bed last night. Just like, this is hilarious. <laughs> uh, yep. Very good. Well, let's get out of here. You want to remind everybody where they can find us online. Find us on Twitter at Pod. 
We're on Facebook as well. Like the After Reality TV podcast. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at After Reality Podcast. Subscribe or download them. Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, Stitcher. Check out our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com and find me at iFollower45 on Instagram and Twitter. And I didn't know I was doing a podcast with the Micro Machines, man. <laughs> um, you can find me over on the X or the Twitter. Uh, X. At, 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 you heard it on the X. You know that uh, ZZ Top song? It's yep. Yep. Uh, and uh, you can find at Fantasy for Reality on both Instagram and Twitter as well. Until we chat Again, we remind you, all is fair, love, war, and challenges.